This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It is another edition of Phillies Today. I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Friday, August the 6th. And we come to you after the first four-game road series sweep for your Philadelphia Phillies since 2017. How about it? The Phillies. How about the Phils handling business last night against the Nats yesterday afternoon into the evening? And man, what a series. Look, I know the Nats are not a great baseball team. They traded guys away. They're not super talented or anything, but... For me, this series didn't matter who they were against because we saw this Phillies team fight. We've seen this team learn how to win games late. It feels for the first time I can remember in so long when I'm watching the Philadelphia Phillies, I don't feel like the game's over. I feel like in most situations, this team has a real chance to fight back. And last night was a perfect example of it. 5-3, down to your last strike in the ninth inning. And boom, and then boom again, and you take the lead, and it's just, and we'll go through the whole game, but it just, look, this whole series, multiple comebacks, never out of it. It, it just, um, and look, this is not, they're 56 and 53, they're three games above 500, half a game out of first place with the Mets coming to town, folks. We'll look ahead to the Mets series in a little bit, obviously the biggest series of the season, without a doubt, up till now, um, but... This team is is shown some fight for a team that, for the most of the season, has really been infuriating in terms of the way they go about their business, whether it's the defense or the you know mistakes night to night, the bullpen, Girardi, this, that, the inability to win a bunch in a row, all that. This team has really, I think, grinded our gears, so to speak, this season, and it has kept us from really jumping on board the bandwagon with two feet, so to speak. And it feels like this team is starting to figure it out. You know, and look, again, they're still only three games above 500. They're still not even in first place yet. But for the first time all year, I feel like I'm starting to believe a little bit. You know, and I know it's all relative and all that, but the way this team fights is something. You know, like, it's... This team doesn't have a ton of hallmarks of good teams, great teams. This is one they do. You know, good, great teams fight. Great teams feel like they're never out of a game. They have that muscle memory, those experiences 
over the course of a season where they battle back, they fight, they're never out of a game. And that becomes an ethos. It becomes a, a team mantra. It becomes a belief. Confidence. It becomes something that the team, an identity, can lean on. Hey, we're never out of it. We can win any game in any spot. It doesn't matter if it's the ninth inning and we're down or the eighth inning and we're down, seventh inning, we're going to come back. That's big. We've not had a lot of positive things to hang our hat on this season with the Phillies. I think this this team in late innings, you know, the ability to fight back, never out of it, that's something to hang your hat on. That's something to get excited about. It really is. I mean, I, I, I can't believe I'm going to say it, but I feel like I've gotten to the point where I am more expecting a comeback win than I'm expecting the bullpen to blow a win. How about that? And that's with the uh, tied the record for blown saves in a season this season, and yet I'm more, I more believe that they'll come back to win a game than I do that they'll blow them when they're winning it. That doesn't mean to say they won't blow them when they're winning it. We know they will. But I'm saying I feel even more confident in the team's ability to get it back, to fight it back. And that's awesome. That's exciting. That's something to be excited about with this team. It's something we haven't seen with the teams the last few years. This team seems to have a mental toughness that that the last few years they didn't have here. Um, That's exciting. That's something to root for. That's something you can get behind. And man, they just swept over a four-game road series. They've won five in a row. The magical five-in-a-row threshold we have reached. So, you know, makes you a little nervous about tonight because the Phillies never win six in a row. Ever! But they got a chance tonight. And, and I mean, we're sitting here on Friday, August 6th, and if the Phillies win tonight, they're in first place. That's something. That's something. That's something to be legitimately excited about. And And Citizens Bank Park, Biggest series we've had here in a while. The Mets coming to town with first place in the division on the line in August. That's that's real. That's good stuff right there. You know, that's not the type of thing we've had a lot of here in Philadelphia, certainly in recent years. And it's exciting. It's exciting. It's okay to get excited about this team. It's okay. It's going to be a fight to the end. I think the Mets and Braves are going to be in it. As I said yesterday, as I've said multiple times now, I'm actually even more concerned about the Braves than the Mets. But regardless, the Phillies will be in it. They'll stay in it. They're tough. They fight. They will stay in this race. And it's going to be exciting to have a race to watch as the season winds down. Um, We'll look ahead to this massive Mets series in in a few minutes. First, let's look back to yesterday and how it played out. Um... Phillies go up early, 2-0 uh, after the third. They get an RBI single for Ronnie Torres in the second. I mean, that dude. You want to talk about one of the reasons why this team's culture feels different. It's that guy. I mean, the energy, the excitement, the the general overall happiness that guy seems to have to be playing a sport is palpable. And I think it translates. I think that kind of stuff translates to the team and and... On top of that, dude has been insanely clutch. He's got an over 900 OPS with runners in scoring position. He's been phenomenal in tie games. Ronald Torres, what a guy. What a find. What a player for this team. He's been absolutely amazing. Big RBI single in the second. Then in the third, Bryce Baby. 
Bryce smokes one to center, like opposite center, and just crushes one. Like 427 out. Harper goes one for four but scores two runs with an RBI and a homer. Harper, I mean, man, we are in the midst of the Bryce Harper MVP push. Harper uh, batting 305 now on the season, 417 OBP, 563 slugging percentage. Wow, that is that is good stuff. That is a, a 980 OPS for Bryce. He's been absolutely unbelievable. His 18th home run of the season last year, 42nd RBI. So take those numbers up. When it comes time, look, if he continues this, and if he had not get hit in the face, he would be the friggin' front runner for the MVP. Facts. Flat out facts. But he still has a really good shot. If the Phillies can win the division and if Harper keeps playing like this, I think he's got a very real shot to win the MVP right now. Um, we've seen over the last few years the voting public, so to speak, shift towards more sabermetrically inclined voting. We've seen them stop caring about wins for, for Cy Young as much and stuff like that. So you hope that when the season ends, first of all, you hope that Harper can go on a bit of a tear home run-wise and get over 30 because I do think that that number will just kind of pop a little bit more. But the RBI will be low and, and all that. But ultimately, you know, if he ends the season with, with the numbers he's got now, a 97, leading the league in OPS or, or right there with Tatis and Acuna, and those guys haven't played nearly as much, and the Phillies can win the division, there's a shot. It's it's uh, not a crazy thing to think that Bryce Harper could win the MVP this season. He's certainly on his way to doing it and certainly having an MVP-worthy season right now. Uh, Harper, the homer in the second, makes it 2 nothing, And then, freaking Nola, man. I think the as exciting and as fun a game as it was yesterday, Aaron Nola, the the one thing you point to and say, wah, 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 wah. <laughs> like he just, man. And it felt like he'd figured it out, right? The last few starts, even the loss in Pittsburgh on Saturday looked really good. The one prior to that, he was amazing. You know, the eight and two-thirds. The one prior to that, he was very good. It felt like Nola was, was figuring it out. And then yesterday just handed a 2 nothing lead and just can't keep it against a bad Nationals lineup, like a bad lineup. You know, gives up two in the fourth. Then in the fifth, the three-run home under Josh Bell. Ultimately, Nola goes five, gives up five. Seven Ks, five hits, three walks. Just not close to good enough from from your you know number two. We're never going to call that an ace again. But your number two, from your go-to number two, not good enough. And we talked about, you know, the the best trade deadline move the Phillies could theoretically make is is Aaron Nola being awesome again, right? And I thought it was coming. I really did think we were going to get into that stretch where he just friggin' rattles them off, right? Where you're like, okay, Nola, let's go. And it looked like he was going to do that. And then, you know, just another outing like yesterday where, again, in a spot where the team's on a roll, you have the decided pitching advantage going into the game with Aaron Noll on the hill, and he doesn't come through. And it's been disappointing. We, we should we should all be very disappointed in Aaron Nola, and, and we need Aaron Nola to turn it around over the, the last third of the season here because, again, it's such an important part of this team, the way this team is built, especially now you look at the bullpen, which is such a question mark, as we know, and Girardi's handling of it is such a question mark, as we know. You know, they really need Nola. They need Aaron Nola to to be Aaron Nola, to be the Aaron Nola we were promised, so to speak. And we have not seen that, and it's been really disappointing. And again, it's 
it feels like uh, you know what we were just talking about with this team and their 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 toughness and their fight and how they're never out of it. Feels feels like Noel's the opposite of that, where it's like you can't hold the lead, can't seem to fight through, you know, just just not what the rest of the team feels like. Um, and, and again, just a real bummer of an outing from Nola where you're expecting more. Now, thank goodness for this Phillies offense. They bail him out. But it was really frustrating watching Nola. Ultimately, we get to the seventh. Odubel RBI single makes it 5-3. to three. Then we get to the ninth. Odubel again, a double to lead off the inning. Looked like he got hurt there sliding into second or kind of standing into second or whatever. Um, but was able to stay in the game. Um, two on... Two out, Ronald Torres at second, Oduble at third, JT Realmuto at the plate. They could have walked him to face Harper. They didn't. They went after him. 3-2 count. Phillies down to their last strike. Boom. JT opposite field shot to the gap. Scores two tie game. Bryce gets walked. Reese Hoskins stepped to the plate. Clutch Reese, man. He's been very good for this team this series when they need him. Three for five yesterday. Two singles for each, which you rarely see. Not a ton of singles on the season. Boom. Another opposite field double. Scores two. Harper, great base running to score from first here. Really outstanding base running. And that run would matter because the Phillies would give up one in the bottom of the ninth. Um, but they hold on 7-6, but they take a 7-5 lead. It was thrilling. Archie Bradley comes in, gets out of it. A little scary. Gave up a run, runner on second one out, but able to work his way out of it. And the Phillies get a really big win, like a legit big win. That one felt big yesterday. It felt real. It felt like something to to truly get excited about. And we've had those moments this season. Look, we've had this exact conversation. I mean, if you listen to this show this year, you know that I have said to you, is this the time they're going to get hot? Is this the moment? Is this three walk-offs in a row? It is this the the launch point? I mean, we've had multiple spots this season where we expected something to carry over, and then the Phillies would lose three in a row or lose four of five or or whatever, right? I mean, it's been such a, a consistent theme this season. What they're doing now, and again, I, I promised, promised I would not jump in again and say this is the moment where they're they're making a run so I'm not going to do that but I will say that this specific thing this come from behind fight to win games never out of it thing feels real to me and that's the kind of thing that can really breed confidence in a team that can really carry over that can really lead to something moving forward. So I think that's huge. Plus, look, they're winning these games without McCutcheon, which really helps. And we talked about losing McCutcheon now. Biggie has been, if, if Hoskins keeps hot while McCutcheon's out, then you get McCutcheon back all of a sudden, man. This offense has real potential to, to be something here. I mean, they've been the best offense in baseball in July, which, you know, one of the best offenses in baseball in July. Um Heading into August here, or at least since the All-Star break, the best offense in baseball. Like, there's something real here. There's something tangible that I I think is not just this, uh, you know, win one, lose one type of thing. I think that this is the kind of thing that can lead to streaks, can lead to winning a few series in a row. Can And and look, again, you know, it's very easy to say, hey, they've won five in a row. They won a four-game road series. They swept all that, but... 
They did just lose two in Pittsburgh prior to this five-game winning streak, and that's fair. That's true. That's why it's so hard to jump all in on this team and believe, you know? But I do think the way they're winning these games matters, and really the way the offense is playing, whether... Look, the, the losing the two in Pittsburgh stunk, but then they come back and they put up a 15 spot with no home runs that that Sunday game. And the offense has carried this through of this idea of, of, of just putting the ball in play, bat on ball, offense, hits. It's not about home runs with this team, which is exciting, right? I mean, how many times have we complained the last few years about launch angle and the, the general offensive approach for this team? This team goes up and gets hits. This team puts the ball in play. I mean, even Bryce Harper, the season he's having, we just talked about it. He's having a MVP type season, but it's but it's because of doubles and 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 opposite field hits and putting the ball where it can go and taking the pitch where it needs to go and all that type of stuff. It's not a bunch of boppers. And the bops matter, don't get me wrong. But I mean, look, even last night, that ninth inning, a bunch of hits. It's Oduble getting a hit. It's Torres getting a hit. It's a JT double. It's a Hoskins double. It's like, you know, it's stuff that carries over. And technically, Therese got on with an error, but we'll give him the hit there. But, you know, it's it's putting the ball in play and things happen. Finding holes in the defense. Things happen. Bloops, blasts, all that stuff. Like, it just, it feels like an offensive approach and production that's sustainable right now because they're doing it in a... Classic baseball way. You know, they're just hitting C-ball, hit-ball. What a, what a crazy thought this is. And it's been really fun to watch. It's been a fun offense to watch play baseball lately. And, you know, with Harper at the front of it, with Harper just leading the way, again, 305, 417, 563, it's phenomenal. It's phenomenal. JT's number is going up. He's got his OPS over 800 looking much better. Travis Jankowski at 370 OBP, batting 284, that guy. I mean, that's legit. Hoskins has his average up to 244, 332 OBP. It's so much better. Slugging over five at 509, that's huge. Boom, we talked about yesterday up to 253, which, you know, comparatively is better. Ronnie Torres is batting 272. Segura at 309. I mean, this team is 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 putting it together offensively. And again, you know, it's been our rallying cry. We've talked about it eight zillion times that this team is going to live and die, so to speak, with the offense, and they need the offense to carry them. And and that's the the thing on this team you can count on the most. Well, we're seeing it. We're seeing the offense carry the team. We're seeing the 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 positive side of that. And, and what it can mean for this team moving forward, it's, it's really exciting. All right. The weekend. Massive series. The New York Mets coming down. The Phillies enter this series half a game back of the New York Mets. Half a game back of the New York Mets. Let's go. As the Mets at 56 and 52, the Phillies at 56 and 53. Braves right behind them at 55 and 54. First time in a while, three teams over 500. And what a wild thing that is. The Braves are one and a half back of the Mets. They are one back of the Phillies. So there's some big baseball coming up here. Like, this is important stuff here with the uh, Phillies and the Mets and the uh, Braves playing the Nationals this weekend. So an easier series for the Nats, uh, for the Braves. Let's hope that the um, Nats do some fighting like they did against the Phillies and actually close it out. Uh, all right, uh, game one tonight. Massive game. Gimme! 
Kurt, uh, Gibson on the hill, our, our, our brand new pitcher, Kyle Gibson. Very excited about that. Gibby going against Marcus Stroman. Stroman's been very good for the Mets this year. 7-10 and 10 on the season, but a 2.80 ERA, which is phenomenal. Uh, 101 strikeouts. Very, very good season for him. 101 strikeouts. Uh, in 122 innings, only 28 walks. He's been very, very, very good for them. Uh, one of their best pitchers, certainly without DeGrom, probably their best pitcher. Um, was beat up in his last start. Um, did give up four runs and five and two-thirds in his last start. Um, good to see. Um, and for the most part, uh, for what it's worth, uh, has been better at home than on the road. So some road struggles for Stroman. Um, so you feel good about that. You feel like, uh, if nothing else, I think with Gibby going up against him, you feel like you got a, a fair matchup. You know, you got a real chance to win that one. You feel good. Then we get to Saturday. Ranger Suarez on the hill. Suarez, of course, looked good. His first start, only three innings. We'll see what he got. he's able to give them here. But, you know, you need... That's why you hope Gibby can give you a bunch tonight. Chill that bullpen out because you're going to need it on Saturday. Um, going against Tyler McGill, who's been phenomenal for the Mets. Really, um, uh, has only made eight starts for them this season, but has been just lights out for them. He is... A 2.68 ERA on the season and a 1.12 whip. He's just been great. Really, 43 strikeouts and 40 innings. Um, Tyler McGill's been very good for them. Uh, last start was not his best one. Five innings, four runs. But prior to that, uh, has been very, very good. Now, to be fair, way better at home than on the road. There has been some struggles for him on the road. He's not pitched that many innings on the road, but has only pitched 16 innings on the road. He's given up seven runs. In those 16 innings. Seven runs. So that's something. That's that's legitimately something to keep an eye on. But ultimately, McGill's been pretty good, and, and obviously it's going to come down to what Suarez can give them and what type of you know outing they get from him. And then Sunday, the big one, Zach Wheeler. Thank goodness we got Wheeler going in this one. That's a big, big, big game on Sunday, especially... You know, look, I hope they sweep, but there's a good chance that's a 1-1 take-the-series, take-the-division lead game. And you got Wheeler on the hill for it against Taiwan Walker. Walker, who was having a great season, made the All-Star Game uh, team for the Mets, but has really, really, really struggled lately. Um, Gave up four runs and five and two-thirds in his last outing, his last few outings. This is uh, Walker's last four outings. Um, I just mentioned his last one against Miami, five and two-thirds, four runs. The inning outing prior to that against Atlanta, five innings, five runs. The outing prior to that against Toronto, four innings, six runs. And the outing prior to that, a third of an inning, five runs. Six runs, five earned. That was the one against Pittsburgh with that, remember that play where he got kicked out. Roas got kicked out. There's the ball on the line and all that. But um, Walker's been really bad after being phenomenal. After being, again, a, a not just an all-star, but a worthwhile, a worthy all-star. Um, he's really fallen apart. Uh, the last few starts, really the last month. So Zach Wheeler against Taiwan Walker is the biggest pitching advantage of the weekend for either team, which is huge. That is massive, but you need to win those other games first. This one tonight's going to be a really big one. Stroman against Gibby, both vets, both guys who've been in games before, guys who've been around for a while. This is a, a fun one tonight. I'm really excited to see what Citizens Bank Park is like for a meaningful game. And even the players like Archie Bradley, Reese Hoskins talked about, all these guys are tweeting and talking about what it's going to be like for the bank to be full and excited. And it better be. I hope I hope people show up. And not with Mets fans, right? 
But like, think about Kyle Gibson, who all, these everyone else on the team has played in front of you know these meh CBP crowds over the last few years, and Gibby gets traded here and uh, gets his uh, first home start, and it's going to be a packed CBP and in the most meaningful game we've played here in a while. Pretty funny. I love it. So hopefully Gibby goes out and rises to the occasion. Hopefully the crowd rises to the occasion. And hopefully the Phils rise to the occasion because, again, this is a, a really exciting thing. We have not, with this Phillies team over the last decade, had many of these type of games. There have been a few, but not many. Not many of these type of games where we are in August and you're playing for the division. Like, that's not something this Phillies team has given us a lot, and that's a real reason to be excited. Like, this is a... Super exciting weekend of Phillies baseball. And I just can't wait for it to start. I can't wait to watch it. Let's go, Phils. They have a chance to take six in a row tonight. I don't even remember the last time that happened. And a chance to take the lead in the division. Let's go, Phils. Very exciting. I'm, I'm super pumped. Big weekend coming up. Off day on Monday, which is huge. Desperately need off day. And then the Dodgers coming to town. So we will look ahead to that next week as that's a, a big week of baseball coming up too. But th- this is the big one. This series can really swing things one way or the other. They can either build on this, gain some real confidence, get first place in the division, start rolling, or it could be uglier than that. So let's hope it's the former and not the latter. Either way, whatever it is, we will be back to talk about it all on Monday. So go Phillies, and everyone have a wonderful weekend. And thank you for listening to another edition of Phillies Today right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.